sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting plays. We had a full slate of Champions League yesterday, and today we got Europa League action. We've got some more golf that's back on the horizon, as well as the Thursday nighter between the Chiefs and Chargers. And we're going to get into all of it today. But before we do, our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sports book and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available to wager on the website. And Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to you so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account, use code SHOOTERS to get started, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so and it is available to persons in Ontario only. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So let's talk about yesterday's betting day. It was a 3-2 and day. Uh, Coming off the 0-4 day, it felt good to get a few wins uh, on the board. We had a couple that were even close. We we could have had that 5-0 and day that we talked about yesterday, but uh, a couple things don't go our way in those games. But our winners from yesterday, we did have the AC Milan money line as they took on Dinamo Zagreb. Actually, we had them minus one and a half at minus 125, and they were able to cover that 3-1. to one. Now, it looks kind of dire when you're late in the first half and it's 0-0. Then you get a fortunate penalty that Olivier Giroud was able to deliver on. And then Solmakers to open up the second half in the 47th minute. You get to that 2-0 lead, you feel fairly comfortable. Then Zagreb goes out, they score in the 56th. You start to get a little bit concerned to then have Pobega in the 77th minute. He goes bar down and they seal it for AC Milan. Then you had Manchester City and Borussia Dortmund, another game where first half, no goals. You're a little bit worried. Well, we got both teams to score. Then Dortmund delivered the goal that we needed. They delivered in the 56th minute through Bellingham. And then Stones had a massive strike, as well as Holland in the 84th against his former team. Uh, Manchester City, pretty fortunate to get all three points despite the 66% possession. But we get the both teams to score, and that's all that matters. 
Then we had Maccabi Haifa. They took on PSG, and we said yesterday we were just hoping for one goal from Maccabi Haifa, and if they were able to do that, then we felt pretty good about it. Well, they open up the scoring in that game to make it 1-0, and then it took PSG a little bit of time to get back into the game. But then you get a goal from Messi, one from Mbappe, one from Neymar late. Three to one is the final, and when you've got plus two and a half, you feel pretty fortunate that you took such a steep underdog to just lose by two, but they were able to deliver that for us. Now, our losing plays. We're 0-2 betting Real Madrid in Champions League now, and we said yesterday on the show, 2-0 to nil is what we expected the game to be. We just expected it to be one in the first half, one in the second half. Well, Madrid wins 2-0. Unfortunately, both those goals come in the second half, so we're unable to cash the first half money line. Maybe got a little bit too cute with that play and should have just went and bet the Madrid team total, maybe even just minus one and a half. But nonetheless, we miss on that play, but Madrid delivers the result that we expected. And then Rotterdam United and Blackpool, we might have to take a break from championship plays and focus more so just on EPL because... You have multiple games yesterday that were both teams to score. We just happened to pick one of the ones that wasn't. Rotterdam delivered 3-0, despite the fact Blackpool was 50-50 possession with them, and they had six shots in the game. So 3-2 and two day, feel pretty good about it. And with other results that happened yesterday, there's a lot of good results in the Champions League, whether it was Celtic versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Our lean yesterday was actually Celtic Moneyline. And it ended up being a draw there. So we're glad that we left it off the card. Uh, Celtic delivered that early goal in the 10th minute to then have Donetsk tied up in the 29th. And that was all she wrote. Chelsea and Salzburg, that was a one-to-one game as well. Graham Potter's first game as manager for Chelsea. Now Raheem Sterling, <laughs> I, funny enough, I, I tweet out Sterling doesn't take most of his chances. And that's why I want to knock on him. And then in the second half, he's the one who scores for Chelsea. But then Okafor evened up the scoring. And so Chelsea's in a little bit of trouble now with just one point through two matches, but they can deliver uh, in bunches with results. So not too concerned about them quite yet. Copenhagen and Sevilla, this was the snoozer of the day. Hope you didn't tune in. Nil-nil was the final there. There was a reason why we left it off the card. We didn't know what to expect from either team. You're not going to go out and bet the plus 300 draw. And so... Uh, nil to nil for that game. Juventus, they, they're up one nil. They look fairly comfortable and then they end up losing the game two to one. So now they're in a bit of trouble as well. Uh, Milik scored in the fourth minute for Juventus. And then you had Mario with the PK in the 43rd and David Neres in the 55th for Benfica. So big result for Benfica there. It was a road game for them. We said we didn't feel comfortable betting on Juve or against them. And so we're glad that we stayed away from that game. And then another Scottish side loses a game as Rangers. They fell convincingly to Napoli 3-0. We said this felt like a road trap. And to be honest, it was on pace to do so. But then Rangers, they had Sands that got a red card. He took a yellow in the 53rd, a second in the 55th. And so that was all she wrote for Rangers. They give up three goals in the final 30 minutes of play. And they end up losing that game 3-0. Other championship results from yesterday... Luton Town and Coventry, they finished 2-2, three goals in the first 15 minutes. So if you were on both teams to score, then that was not a sweat for you. QPR, they won on the road 2-0 versus Millwall. Norwich, 3-2 over Bristol City. Reading, they lost 3-0 at home to Sunderland. And West Brom lost 3-2 at home versus Birmingham. 
And we even said it yesterday. Was pretty shocked to see West Brom were minus 225 on the money line. And they were unable to deliver losing that game at home. Now, if we're talking about other results from yesterday, we did have a full slate of MLB. Uh, our MLB leans did not go as planned yesterday, as we said. This is why we're not betting MLB anymore, because we just can't get an accurate read on a lot of these teams. Now, the Pirates, they went on the road 10-4 to over the Reds. You had the Guardians 5-3 to over the Angels. We had Astros and Tigers over 8. Well, that game finished 2-1, to so glad we didn't have it a part of our card. Rockies were three to two or three to nothing over the White Sox. Giants were four to one over the Braves. The Mariners six to one over the Padres. Phillies Marlins, we would have liked the over seven and a half. Well, that game finished six one, so we would have gone 0 and 2 on MLB yesterday. Baltimore were six to two over the Nationals. Blue Jays were five to one over the Rays. The Yankees were five to three over Boston. The Cubs win six to three on the road against the Mets. Twins win four to nothing at home against the Royals. Cardinals win four to one at home against the Brewers. And then the two late games of the night: Oakland they win eight to seven over Texas, and the Diamondbacks win it in the tenth inning against the Dodgers five to three. So a lot of good results there. Um, when we're looking at today's slate, as far as uh, MLB, once again, not betting MLB, but if we had a couple of leans that we were potentially looking at. I do like Toronto with Gossman on the mound today. Uh, I know that the Rays have McClanahan there, so uh, I do think that there's maybe a little bit of concern on that front. But I do like the Jays' money line today at minus 140. And then the second play that I would like today, even though it's maybe a little bit juiced, I do like Twins' money line versus the Royals. When you got Bundy on the mound going up against Lynch, I feel fairly comfortable with the fact that the Twins can get that one done at home today. Now, as we said, there's also golf that is back. We're not going to the Italian Open, uh, despite the fact that that's probably a, a lot better of a field. Uh, tomorrow is also a live golf event, so we might have some live plays tomorrow. We're just going to maybe weigh in on the betting lines and, and see uh, if there's any guys that we feel really comfortable betting on there. But the Fortinet Championship is on, and... This is not the best golf field. There's a reason why we, we do have a couple of golf plays that we are going to post as official plays. We're just not going to be going into the winner's realm as far as PGA goes, because when you get into these lighter fields, these are the events where guys earn their tour cards for the next two years. It's not typically favorites who come in and win these sorts of events because they don't necessarily need to. Some of them are just getting out there to, to make some money, maybe hit the minimum uh, tour events that they need to play. But this is one where we see a lot of top 10 value, a lot of top 20 value. Guys that are just going to come out, they may play well, but it's not going to be uh, any crazy winners here. Uh, last year's winner was Max Homan. He goes on to have a great season overall, but that was one of only a couple wins that he's had in his career. So he's going to be coming in as the favorite at this event. They are playing it at the Silverado Resort in Napa. Uh, course is playing just over 7,100 yards and it's a par 72. Uh, but overall, this isn't a great field. The, the highest ranked player in the world in this field would be Hideki Matsuyama. He's 16th. And then you've got Corey Connors, who's 25th. And I think the only reason why these two guys are there and even Homa to an extent, who's 22nd in the world is because we're going to have the president's cup coming up in the next month or so here. So this is just guys that are tuning up their game. They want to go in and play well. Uh, a lot of guys 
that are going to be missing from that President's Cup team and guys like Connors and Matsuyama are need, going to need to play well if they're going to have a hope against that loaded American side. So top 10-wise, I would play both Homa and Connors. Homa's value is plus 190. He is the defending champion here. Uh, the weekend last year, he shot 265s in order to win the event. So getting him at plus value to be top 10, I feel good about that. If you even want to push it to plus or top 20, I think that is still plus value, but I do like the plus 190 there. And then Corey Connors uh, at plus 255. He doesn't typically play this event because normally he wouldn't have the President's Cup. He would just be able to go home and maybe take some time off. But he was tied for fifth at the BMW Championship. Didn't play great at the Tour Championship, but that was mostly just due to a bad first round. So I think Connors is fine from a betting perspective and at plus 255. Just to finish top 10, I think, is great value. Then you got Emiliano Grillo for top 20 at plus 235. He was tied for 19th in his last time out, T31, T2 before that. So he's playing good golf. Uh, I think he's going to come in and be in the hunt on Sunday. I don't know if he'll necessarily win, but I do think top 20 is definitely not out of the question. And then the other play that we like is Troy Merritt. I have to pull up the odds there. I, I had it written down, and I, I don't have it for some reason now. But he was tied for 16th here last year. Uh, it was also T28 a couple starts ago. So I do think that Merritt's playing well enough where he can come into this event and get a result. Uh, so I really do like his value there. Uh, he was a little bit down the board even, so you can get him at plus 280 here. So a big plus value play. If we even get go 500 on these four plays, then you're going to be walking away with some serious profit. Now, WNBA playoffs are on tonight once again. This is one that we haven't been betting on, and it's because we're Vegas Aces fans. Uh, they lead the series two to nothing. There's a, a chance that they're going to win the championship tonight. But if anything, I would play Connecticut Moneyline at minus 121. The fact that they're at home, the fact their season is on the line, Aja Wilson and Chelsea Gray have been incredible, and even Kelsey Plum in the last game was great. She had over 20 points. So I think if you get an off night from, from even one of those ladies, then you have a great shot at winning at home tonight. So that would be my lean would be that Connecticut extends the series. I think they're too good to get swept, but it won't be an official play on our card today. Then we have a couple Europa League games that aren't a part of our betting card today, but they are plays that we are keeping an eye on. Dinamo Kiev taking on AEK Larnaca. Uh, Kiev, this is a side that I really like as far as Europa goes. Uh, they lost 2-1 to one to Fernabachi in their opener, so this is what kind of scared me off from maybe taking them on the money line today at minus 128. Larnaca, they're plus 375 in this game, but now that they're taking on this Cyprus side who just lost to Rennes at home, uh, they're also not great. They lost 2-1 to one there. I think Kiev should come in and win this game. They are at home, and they need a result. Uh, this would be the heaviest lean that I have today that's not an official play. Uh, just going to leave it off the card to ensure that Kiev gets back on track and we're maybe not overvaluing them a little bit in this competition. So one that we're keeping an eye on but necessarily betting on. Then Manchester United, my team, minus 400 today, taking on Sheriff at plus 1,100. Now, we got burned last week betting on them to beat Real Sociedad straight up. It was an embarrassing loss. Let's call it what it was. Manchester United should have won that game. But now they get to travel to take on the Moldovan side and Sheriff, who just beat Omonia 3-0 in their opener. So 
not a lot of value in these plays with Manchester United because the first half money line, you're looking at minus 167. They also burned me at Old Trafford, as I said. So now it's just trusting them on the road is tough. I don't trust them to go in, and that is a juice line to go and get the first half money line. They've also been winning a lot of games 1-0, especially in the Premier League. So now if you want to take them minus one and a half at minus 150, while I believe they should be able to go and get that result, I just can't get myself to bet on them. It is my own team, and maybe I'm being skeptical, but I'm going to stay away from that one today. And in Roma, they're minus 650, taking on HJK at plus 1700. Now, Roma, they lost their opener to Ludogorets. Uh, we played Ludogorets actually in that game as a plus value, or uh, I think it was plus one and a half was what we played it at. And then they were able to go in and win outright, which we never expected. But Roma, they got back on track on the weekend. They did win 2-1 to one with Dybala scoring in that game. So they need a result to ensure that they're going to get out of this group with no issues. HJK, they are a finished side. They won their first game 2-1. to one, So they got out to the good start. But I'm just struggling here because I don't see the value. If you're going to take the over 3.5 goals, then it's plus money. But if you go 2.5, then it's minus 250. Uh, I also can't get them to win by, you know, two or three or whatever it is. So it's just a lot of stinky lines in this game, not one that I would personally bet on. So I'm going to stay away from Roma today, but fully expect them to pick up all three points. So with that, let's talk about today's hedge plays. We've only got three on our slate here today, a little bit lighter, a couple Europa leagues, and then that Thursday nighter in the NFL. So Let's start with Monaco. They're minus 225, taking on Ferran Vakos. Uh, and so I like Monaco first half money line today at minus 116. Now, they do sit seventh in the French League right now. Monaco does. And they have given up 12 goals in their first seven games. So I do think that this is a side that can be scored on. Uh, not easy, but, you know, they, they can give up some goals for sure. And so they did beat Saravena Savada on the road to open up their campaign and they won their last three games overall. They take on a Bulgarian side in Ferenvaros, who they're heavy underdogs heading into this game and they won their opener three to two versus Trabzon Spor, uh, despite being down a man. So Monaco, to me, they're clearly the better team in this game. I think they're going to win two to nil, three to nil pretty comfortably, much like that Madrid game yesterday. We're just hoping that they score early I think they're going to be able to do so. So I'm going to take the first half money line at minus 116. Then you got Mitigeland. They are plus 260 taking on Lazio. Uh, and Mitigeland, they're currently eighth in the Danish Superliga. And they've only won two of their first nine games. So they're not coming in playing well. Lazio, I think, is. And so I'm going to take them straight up money line on the road at plus 105. This Mitigeland uh side they've given up 16 goals and scored 16 so they got the zero goal differential when they're playing in league play now they will get a home bump obviously but they lost their opener in this campaign uh despite being a man up for the final 20 minutes so i think with lazio they've won their last three games they haven't lost a game in their last seven they're coming and rolling i think this is a fairly safe play despite the fact that they're on the road. And so I'm going to go Lazio plus 105 on the money line on the road. And then to cap it off, we have that Thursday nighter of the Chargers and the Chiefs. Now, Chargers are coming off a big win against the Raiders. You need to pick up division wins like that early in the year. Now they get their second division test against a Kansas City team 
that just hung 44 points on the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the big news heading into this one is the fact that Justin Herbert is not going to have his number one option in Keenan Allen. So what other guys are going to step up? There's going to be a lot of Mike Williams touchdowns out there today or receptions or player props for him, given he played poorly in game one. You've got Palmer there. You've got Eckler in the backfield. There still is weapons for this Chargers team, but I do think that missing Allen's going to hurt a bit uh, for them offensively. When they are in those third down situations, they tend to lean on Allen in order to get those first downs. So a lot went right for Kansas City on the weekend as well. Yes, Mahomes threw for five touchdowns and no picks, but I do think that this Chargers front seven could cause him some issues and a lot more than Carolina or Arizona's defense did in their opener. So I still think that this game is going to get to 50 points, but that 54-point mark is a worrisome one for me. So I'm playing the under 54 here tonight. Uh, I think that we see this finishing 27 to 24. I'm not prepared to go above that. Uh, the only way that I think they go over here is if we see overtime. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, and I just because of how Kansas City looked, I'm not going to go and bet the Chargers plus four. It's another play that I know is going to be popular today. But uh, I'm going to roll with the under 54 in this Thursday night matchup. There's still going to be points. They're still going to get close to 54. They're just not going to go over it. And so those are my official plays for the day. Now, we appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every single day. Tomorrow, we're going to actually go 15 minutes earlier than we normally do. And it's just to fit in all of the betting plays that we're going to have this weekend because there's going to be some EPL plays. We're going to have a full slate of college football, maybe some live golf, and our full NFL slate as well. So it's going to be a loaded Friday. We want to make sure we have enough time to get to everything uh, before we head off to the day job. And so appreciate everyone who tuned in this morning and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the competitive hedge podcast.